Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Talking Tofu, the podcast about the vegan snacks that touched our lives. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. You went low. I did. I went with the feeling in the moment. Okay, I'm trying to match big energy, you know? Yeah, sorry. Go and Coming I- out with a bang. Yes, I'm, I'm ready to bang. This week on the show, we're talking about the vegan field dog at Hot Dog Hall of Fame and beyond popcorn chicken. We'll also try the oops, accidentally vegan fudge dipped shortbread cookies from... Crumb delicious. Crumb, crumb, crumb delicious. Crumb delicious. That's fun. It is fun to say. You had a different take on it right before we hit the record button. It's a goofy name. That's not the word you used. It's not the word. It's a I word used. I don't like. <laughs> it was a lazy word to use. What was it? I said it was a dumb name. Yeah. Crumb delicious. I'm sorry. When I say it out loud, it's fun. So sorry that this food is trying to be fun. You're right. How dare they? Who am I to yuck their yum? How dare they? How dare I? Yeah. Yeah. You would see like a parent at the playground being goofy for their kids and being like, how dare you act that way in public? (laughs) That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm good. I'm finally not sick. You're distracted. You're looking at something. I'm looking at the picture of me on there. Mm-hmm. Is you that a look, pinup of me? Looking like, good, Dave Streepy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. you. Am I in a tank top? Yes. Uh, so I went to Chicago last week and came back with a cold. Yeah. And I lost a whole day of work to this cold. And so I, we could have recorded an episode, but there would have been no time to edit the episode yeah. for you Toeheads. And so we had to skip last week due to illness. And what's the excuse for the week before that? We had We missed two episodes. No, we didn't. I promise we did. No, we didn't. I promise we did. Okay, I'm going to look. We did February 24th. March 3rd. Okay. We missed last week. Okay. We missed... uh, Why do I feel like we missed two? We missed one. We missed the first week in February. We missed one a month ago. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I keep getting... When we do this. I I was sick then too. Yeah. But you weren't. That was the catch. Was that the time I was fake sick? sick? Yeah. (gasps) That's right. Psychosomatic. Like Miss Hoover. Toeheads. When a woman reaches a certain age... (laughs) I'm listening. She has hot flashes. And I experienced one that made me think I thought I had a fever. I didn't know what it was. That was a hot flash? It was a hot flash. I thought I had a fever. Like Mrs. Doubtfire had? Yes, like all women (laughs) over a certain age experience. She had something on her shirt caught fire. Oh. And and Robin Williams said, my first day as a woman and I'm having hot flashes. Oh, yeah. That was the joke I was pointing at. That's good. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, all assholes out there. You sure we're fine with drag then? You sure we're fine with drag during that movie? You assholes. That one was for the assholes who listen to a vegan food podcast. <laughs> I'm going to co-sign Dave's open letter. Uh, so I went to Chicago and I wanted to talk about Chicago. Oh. Can I talk about it? Because that's what I wanted to talk about in my how you doing. I don't have a song for that. Mm. Um, start spread. No, that's New York. Close. You sound so foolish. It's time for Becky's adventures. (laughs) So, I really miss doing this. (laughs) Me too. I'm sure 
The listener missed it too. They love it. So last week I went to Chicago for a blogging conference. I met my friend Amy from Veggie Save the Day there. And my friend of the pod. Yep. Friend of the pod. And my friend Jen from Veggie Inspired. Friend of the pod. If she wanted not been on the pod. Not not a friend of the pod yet. Okay, I'm just saying. You gotta come under the tent to be in the tent. It's true. It's true. So, uh, and we went up to Chicago and we had a few days of learning at the Tastemaker Conference and we ate a bunch of great food in Chicago. I thought I would real quick, uh, real quick talk about what I ate in Chicago. I just, this, this could be its own episode. It's true, but I'm just going to do it so quick. I'm it's just going to talk episode. about one restaurant today. We just have so few ideas. We, we really don't. So uh, I went... To, I'm going to talk about two places that we ate because one of the places was not a super standout for me. And then I was sick on the other day. And so okay. I didn't go with them. Okay. Uh, so one of the nights, the the three of us went to dinner at Planta Queen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave and I have talked about Planta Queen before in our New York episode. That's right. Uh, this menu was very similar, but I'd never eaten inside a Planta location. Usually when we're getting food from Planta. We're cowards. We're in New York. We're there for a show, and we are, don't want to go to dinner first and be stressing about like we're going to get the check in time. So we just get takeout and eat in the room real quick while we're getting ready. I mean, we go to Francia. Francia? Yeah, we do go to Francia, Fran- but they're Francia. Food, yeah, it's true. Why don't we go to Planta anyway? We don't. We do takeout from there. Well, yeah, because we're cowards. Anyway, this space was beautiful. I don't know. I mean, I guess I've been inside the one in Manhattan because I've gone to pick it up. And the decor is nice there, too. But the one in Chicago is just gorgeous. Just beautiful decor. And we had some really great food. We had the mushroom carpaccio, uh, an avocado lime tartare with taro chips, the rainbow roll. And then they had this potato special. The potato special was called a thousand layer potato. And what they do is they take a potato. And they slice it into skinny pieces. They fry the pieces, stack it up, and they top it with vegan sour cream. And um, they had like vegan roe that they made Mm. um, on top. And y'all, amazing. Blew me away. I wish this was a regular menu item because I would get it when we go up to New York next. Um. Oh, and then the standout dessert item, which Jen spotted on the menu immediately when we sat down, was a sticky toffee pudding. Okay. Which was super good. The cake was a little bit dry, but the sticky toffee part of it was so good. Why is there a cake? Well, that's what sticky toffee pudding is. I think it's British. You know, pudding just means dessert. I. You... You said that so condescendingly. I did not know that. Oh, I thought Which is you why knew I that. asked why there was cake. I Pudding is the goop in the bowl. Yeah. And you get it in a smaller bowl at the restaurant. Yes. This was a cake with like a toffee-like coating on it, and it was really good. Okay. And we loved it. I thought it was a goop with sticky toffee in it. It was not. Is that so wrong, though? No, it makes sense. You hear okay. pudding and you Thank think you. pudding. Thank you. You're because right. we were in Chicago, not in London. That's right. The greatest city in the world. <laughs> Is that your Chicago accent? Hey, I'm walking here. Perfect. No, that's my New York accent. Oh, it was good. My- All right. Spot on. Uh, yeah, so what we learned at Planta, because Amy has some food allergies, uh, they have an allergy menu and that... That like labels everything by allergen, mm-hmm. like what has gluten and nuts and whatever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they label it with what's free of those allergens. Amy was in charge of the menu. She basically just ordered for us. <laughs> and, Wouldn't it be better to put what it has in it, not what it doesn't have in it? Amy, get at us. Like, what was it like? <laughs> I think they were, it was like, it had the dishes and it would say like gluten-free, soy-free, nut-free. Uh-huh. On each okay. one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the so sticky toffee pudding was the only item we got that wasn't gluten-free. Um, okay. We got two desserts. So uh, because Jen just really wanted this mm-hmm. this cake. And so we got that. But then we also got a dessert that Amy could enjoy with us. That was nice of you. Yeah. 
Don't tell us what that one was. Oh, it was a matcha cheesecake. And okay. it was lovely. Very Great. beautiful. Amy, did you like it? <laughs> did I like the matcha cheesecake? I believe I addressed Amy. Oh, Amy. Did you S- like it? Send us your notes. Please tweet. <laughs> talking Tofu Pod on Twitter. Is that what we are? Are we no. talking Tofu Pod? Just well, talking to- talk, talk Tofu on Twitter. Talking Tofu Pod on okay. Instagram. You can hit us on Talking Tofu on Twitter and just say yes or no. Mm-hmm. We'll know exactly what you mean. Say, it's Amy, yes or no. It's Amy. <laughs> yeah. It's Amy, yes. Yeah. The other restaurant we went to was Fancy Plants Kitchen. And we went there with a group of people, including uh, Liz from Zardi Plants. And she's a Chicago area vegan blogger. And she knew the chef. So in addition to whatever we all ordered, he just kept bringing out random tasting menu items for us. We ate like the whole menu there. It was Mm. incredible. So they changed their menu a lot. Um, But if you're in Chicago and you haven't eaten at Fancy Plants Kitchen, you need to prioritize eating there immediately. And it sounds like you need to make friends with the chef. Well, either way, the food I got was delicious, and then the extra items were just like... The food that you ordered was... The food that I ordered was delicious, and then the extra items, everything was so incredible, you cannot lose. I've eaten everything there now. I, if I was a chef, yeah. and I might be one day, mm-hmm. so I might be tipping my, my game a little bit, um, what I would do is I would, if I made a mistake on a dish... I'd bring it out and be like, it's a for you, my friend. <laughs> yeah. It's because you're special. Yeah. And I would that's how I would get rid of my mistakes. Is that how I got those bacon wrap dates? Was there anything wrong with them? No, they were perfect. Cosmetically, anything wrong? A little bit of hair from the floor or anything? Oh, I mean, there was hair on it. What? No, there was not hair on it. Everything you was would incredible. Fancy pants, plants, plant, fancy. Fancy, fancy plants. Fancy Plants what? Kitchen. Fancy Plants Kitchen. He also has a Fancy Plants Cafe, which I have not eaten at. Wow. But I imagine the food there is good too. They change the menu periodically, so no promises that you'll be able to get what we had. But I'm just going to give some standouts because we ate so many things. I really loved the chestnut soup with sunchokes. It came with like this little cracker, like sitting on the bowl on the side and it had blackberries and this mustard gelée on it which was like this like mustard sauce and it was very wonderful. I'm sorry. Did you I can't tell if you were Alexis Rosing Jelly? No. Or what's what's her name from Kim's Convenience? No, a gelée is like a glaze. That's, not like a not jelly. That's the most recent question that I was asking. Oh, sorry. But you didn't hear because you were on your phone. Yeah, you're right. Go on. What what can you repeat your question? Who is the woman on Kim's convenience who says pronounces words dramatically in her own specific way? <gasps> oh my gosh. Janet is her Janet, name. Janet, thank name you. Janet. But is it? Yeah. Or is it Shannon? <gasps> it's Shannon. Because Janet's from the good place. Yes. Also a quirky character. Yes. Very lovable. Yes. But not, does not pronounce words in a bespoke manner. Does not. Anyway, were you doing that with jelly? No, jelly is like a, jelly? no, a jelly is like a kind of sauce. It was like a glaze, mustardy glaze and then green onions and it was really lovely. Okay. Um, trying to look for just the standouts because I can't stress enough that I ate 1,000 items. To drink, I got a bottled drink called a phony Negroni, which is what it says it is. And it was really special. It was so bitter. The first sip was shocking. And I was like, oh, no, what did I do? But by the third sip, I was all in. Um, I don't I've never seen that in stores here, but I'm going to try to find it because it was a really special drink. Well, Negroni is real bitter. Yeah, I feel like it was legit. Okay. The server told me it tastes legit, and I was like, I would never know, but mm-hmm. I, I'm going to drink it because it sounds fancy, and I was celebrating. Okay. Uh Oh, 
The uh, one of the other standout dishes was the arancini, which is uh, an Italian rice ball that's deep fried, so it's like crispy on the outside and then tender rice on the inside, and it had like a tomato sauce on it. It was really really good, and then we had vegan oysters on the half shell. Hmm. The shell was a black rice cracker. So unlike the animals, you can eat the oyster shell that was vegan. And then it was an eggplant oyster and it was topped with vegan caviar. I hmm. ate so much vegan caviar hmm. on this trip. It's sweeping the nation of Chicago. Yeah? Yes. So, oh, and there was like a vinegar foam on top that gave it just that little bit of zestiness that you get with a... Wow. An oyster. It was the eggplant, like the texture of it. It was that slurpy oyster. It was incredible. Hmm. I can't. It, Except it was eggplant. Yes. But my mind couldn't comprehend it. How it was so good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's all I'm going to say about that. By the time this comes out, they're probably going to be releasing a new menu and it'll be all Ooh. new stuff. But if you get a chance to eat at Fancy Plants Kitchen, run, don't walk. Wow. And also. Well, or fly. Or yeah, or fly if you live far away like yeah. we do. You could drive. And also don't miss Plant a Queen. We had a lovely time. Our server was so sweet. It was wonderful. Hmm. Two recommends. You got a name for your server? I, I didn't get her name. Oh. She was hmm. really sweet though. She's could use this platform to bloop, Am amplify. Bloop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it certainly, certainly, it certainly seems like uh, the food in Chicago blew you away. <laughs> it did <laughs> well i'm doing well myself thanks for asking dave. we got all the way into a whole full full ass segment yeah sorry dave before how, getting past our our chit chat that was my how you doing how dave how are you it, it was really talking takeout that was, was kind of did. a talking yeah. takeout yeah. Yeah. yeah but we're gonna do another talking takeout together i know i know Dave stresses so much that we're going to burn through content. And there is, <laughs> as if there isn't infinite amounts of new vegan food coming just, out all just, the time. Yeah, but just because there's no shortage of things to technically talk about doesn't mean we got, we're talking about all, like that they're all good things to talk about, you know? You didn't like hearing about my Chicago food? No, I didn't say that. You're saying, you're saying it's boring I, when I talk about it? It's saying it went in the wrong slot. It's my biggest note. It went in the wrong slot. And- you of all people, the, the one who writes a script should bake a, a meaty section like that into the script, you know? Uh, we could have done what we could have done, what we could have done last week, what we could have done last week and saved ourselves a gap in the rotation. Done a quick pop about your trip to Chicago. It's true. Could have been a quick 20. 20 is better than zero. Just a tight 20. Get a mid-roll in there. A little, sure. little bit of cheese for daddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, we just stuck the billows into to this episode and pump, pump, pumped pump. a little bit more air into it. A little yep. bit more gas. Mm -hmm. A bit more of that air gas in it. Air gas. Air gas. So, hey, I, I've got a few notes. It's been a few months since we recorded. Um, so I've got some notes of things that I want to talk about. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we've been watching The Last of Us. Are, yes. you, are you familiar with this show? Are you hearing about this? Are you hearing about this show? Mushroom Zombies? You're asking me? I'm asking. Are you asking Amy? No. Amy. I'm, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so there's this show, Last of Us, big, big moment in streaming, whatever. We're watching that. We're drip. It's a weekly drip. We got on the drip. Uh, but we're not watching it when it comes out. We're watching it a day or two after that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, week or two ago, um, it was almost time to watch TV. And you asked me, do you want to watch Among Us? <laughs> so I wrote that down so that I, I wouldn't forget to bring that up. Do you want to watch Among Us? Dave. The, the popular game where <laughs> one player is sus and, or trying not to be sus, but is the killer and kills the other people. In, in the game or is trying to do that. Can I tell you that that's not the only time I made that mistake? I, really? Mm -hmm, I did it while I was talking to Liz while we were, never mind. And then- What? I don't want to spend a coin to finish that sentence. Oh. And then I did it another time, maybe in Chicago. Huh. I keep calling it Among Us. We don't play Among Us. 
No, I don't know why no. that's in my head at all. Yeah. It's just that's there's a cross wire in there. The marching yeah. band. Yeah. Well, marching band needs needs to watch watch TV. So, yeah, I got a note for that. Let me cross that off the list. Check. Okay, Talked check. about that. Hey, here's another one. <laughs> Is this like the, the drag a, Becky? What? Segment? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. And it offends me that you would suggest that that is true. What's the next note? Next note is, I was at work and I drove home at lunchtime and I went to Publix to pick up a lunch, mm-hmm. pick up a pub sub. So one time, this is a thing that I do occasionally. I'll leave the office, work from home the rest of the day, get, I probably shouldn't say that, um, get Publix sub on the way home. So one time I did it and I ordered. Do you want me to cut that out? No. Okay. Order an Unreal Deadly... You're breaking my rhythm. I'm sorry. <clears throat> all right. So Publix, you heard about this place? <laughs> Not all of you our heard? listeners have heard of it. Yeah, well, they have now. Yeah, they have now. No, they haven't. They didn't listen to that episode. Yes, they did. Publix they listened is a and they, they weighed in and they said, it's, what's Publix? It's a supermarket in the South. Well, nationwide. But they have, they're famous for their subs. And they have an Unreal Deli sub, a turkey club that is a meatless vegan turkey club, mm-hmm. vegan ranch and cheese when i reported on this under uh my you know when i had my reporter hat on as part of a talking to news segment uh, i did report it as a month-long thing but it's still there it's like part of the legit menu and you can order it from the app still it's march now is it still vegan because i was just talking to someone today who was saying that it's not might not be vegan anymore that person doesn't know what they're talking about they should know better they're wrong (laughs) oh no yeah who was it I'm not going to name names. Who? I will not say. Who? Is it you? Yeah, it was me. Was it? No. <laughs> anyway, so I ordered it on the app one time, and I got to the Publix that's on the way home from work, and the it wasn't there, and I waited like 15 minutes for it, and the guy eventually came out and was like, yeah, we didn't make it because we're, we're out of the Unreal Deli meat. And I was like, so you just, like, that's it? You weren't going to like... <laughs> just no sandwich yeah, no just nothing like, just pretend that i didn't order it so i was bummed about that uh he was very nice about it he was like i want to give you anything in in the store and i was like give me the store it's like <laughs> genie rules you know yeah um but he was like no you can have the sandwich so then i did it again today i came home from work and i was like i'm not gonna order it on the app because if they don't have the order on the app they don't have the framework in place to correct that or to let you know so yeah. that you can change your plan. Can't get a pop-up that's like, hey, we don't have it. So I'm going to I'm gonna order it in the line. I'm going to stay in the line and order it. It was a long line. And then I got to the line and I said, I'd like, I saw that it was still on the menu, on the, on the big board. And I was like, I'll take the vegan turkey club. And he says, okay. And he goes and gets the bread and he opens up the cooler and he says, ah, we're out of the, the vegan turkey. And I said, I'm not proud of this. I said, well, do you ever have the vegan turkey? <laughs> Dave, oh no. I know. What did you do? And he said, yeah, we have it. I was like, it doesn't seem like you do. And he said, we sell out of it every day. <gasps> right. Woo! Right. Oh, if I hadn't funny. been a Karen, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that good news. My reaction to that was so strong that Cora yeah. came to check on me. Yeah. Okay, so no, I did. I did feel bad for uh, being frustrated, but it was a very long line. You were hungry. You and were I was angry. hungry, and I was in a hurry. I had to get home for my next meeting, yeah. and that line was pushing that window really close. Anyway, so yeah, good news. Good news about the the vegan sub at Publix. I just assumed they weren't stocking it at all. Right, like they were soft getting rid of it. Yeah, and they were going to let it atrophy, like on the menu, but never deliverable. So then I said, okay, well. Instead of that, let me get the spicy falafel. I was ready to make a whole bunch of subs. He's like, oh, we never have the falafel. <laughs> <laughs> so I threw my arms up. I was like, I guess just a, just a veggie sub. Oh, my god! I still won, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's public sells out of Unreal. Taking that off of my list. <laughs> look. Look. That's great. I'm happy for them. The Unreal people. Are you happy for me keeping a list of things I'd like to talk about? I'm proud of you. This is an impressive amount of prep. All right. All right. Um, 
And this one... Lights! Camera! Action! It's Talkin' Toe Views! All right. Hey, it's Talkin' Toe Views! Hey! I wanted to get into get into this. I should have done it with The Last of Us, with Among Us. I was going to ask you about that. But we're not then talking I... about. Yeah. So it's not really a Talkin' Toe Views. No, it's not. I was going to ask you, and then I realized it wasn't really a no. Toe Views, and so I zipped my lip. Well, sort of. <laughs> zipped it... your lip for that specific thing thing at that specific moment yeah um no what i what i wanted to talk about is that you you finally watched puss in boots the last wish with us this weekend i did i wanted to get your thoughts on it. we haven't even talked about it i loved it i thought it was very sweet i thought it had a lot of heart um i thought that it was funny and i enjoyed watching it a lot Okay. All right. I I don't I don't know if I have deeper thoughts about it than that. You didn't think it was like I think what what shook me so much about it was how grim and adult it was, but it wasn't really like the kid doesn't get that. Yeah, they did do the thing where they have like these grim or not grim, but like heavy adult topics. The whole thing. But is. it's all couched in these like very fantastical, whimsical settings. So there's something for the kids to latch onto while the adults get a totally different story than the story the kids are absorbing. I love when a movie can do that. Well, when I've, it can be kid gettable but like truly adult friendly. I feel like this one in particular, like the whole movie is a fucking bummer. Yeah. Like he's dealing with his mortality. Like first scene is yeah. him coming to terms with his own mortality or being faced with his own mortality and getting like super depressed because of it. Rejecting therapy over and over again. Yes. <laughs> getting meeting up with somebody who he's wronged in the past and trying to make amends with that person, but still being selfish at the same time. <laughs> getting a map to a solution to all of your problems that requires going through a path of specific depressions that are like depressions that are specific to you. Like each person, when they get it, they get their own hangups becomes their, their path to this magical fix. Meanwhile, therapy's path to it is all like roses and, and, (laughs) Easy answers was one of the play was one of the locations and all of that. You get another person who's trying to get on the track to this place, who is bringing their family along with them only to betray them. Yeah. Oh. And when that's found out, hey, spoiler alert for Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. When that's found out, the family still supports her because they love her. Yeah. Like the whole thing is a bummer. It's a beautiful bummer. Yeah. It's a great story. I really enjoyed it. Your description of it was the same. Like if you had described the Lego movie, you would have said the same thing. (laughs) I guess so, yeah. It's definitely deeper than the Lego movie. Yes. All right, I'm disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Glad I could let you down. Lights, camera. How excited that guy is. It's talking to you. Not a care in the world. Oh, God, he was so excited to talk movies with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I just sip from a different cup. I think than, you than you. Has, yeah. Maybe I'm just more more depressed than you. So I tend to see it wherever I look. No, it come was on, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Now take out, baby. Can't you see? <laughs> that food that you ate. What was that takeout that you ate? Got it in my head. Why don't you tell me what you ate? What was that takeout that you ate? So this week's talk and takeout is from our visit to Universal Studios Orlando a while back. Three months ago. We finally went as a we finally went as a family to the hot dog hall of fame. And we all had the vegan. Well, Dave and I had the vegan field dog. The kid did his own toppings. What? He got the field roast. He got the roast. vegan roast? 
He got the field yeah. roast dog, but he did his own toppings. We got the vegan field dog like with the toppings that it came. Well, yeah, I had to get it as is. Yes. Describe this place. So the Hot Dog Hall of Fame is like a little hot dog stand inside a city walk. So city walk is outside of Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. It's like an outdoor mall food court full of restaurants and food stands and Coke freestyles. Yep. And uh, Hot Dog Hall of Fame is a hot dog stand. It has some seating out in front of it. It is really hard to get into restaurants at City Walk, but Hot Dog Hall of Fame, the line wasn't too bad. It's a walk up. Yeah. I mean, it's you order from a counter. Yeah. 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 I guess I okay. guess Panda Express was pretty busy too, so that alone does not imply easiness. I think the way that it's tucked away, people don't see it. Like Panda Express is very visible. Hot Dog Hall of Fame, I didn't know where it was. There's it, one menu item at Hot Dog Hall of Fame, and I think that that keeps the line pretty short. Yeah, that's true, too. Probably very easy to assemble those dogs. Um, I didn't write down what goes on the vegan field dog. Oh, I took a picture of it. Oh, good. Because I work hard for the podcast. Hey, everybody, this is David Streepy here. Uh, the vegan field dog is a field roast dog with roasted corn, jalapeno veganese, vegan cheese, ancho chili, chile, micro cilantro, fresh lime on a hoagie roll. Yes. What's that face? I'm just, I'm I'm rewinding my palate to when we were there. And I'll tell you what, it was weird. It was a weird experience. Like if that's your only vegan dog, and let's be clear, like you said, they'll put whatever you want on that dog. You can build your own. But for that to be the only pre-made option, I've never heard of a hot dog like this. Yeah. It's, it's a, weird. It's very specific for yeah. it to be your only option. Yeah. At a place, at a theme park too. Yeah. Where it's a lot of kids. Yeah. But you had me at Jalapeno Vegan A's. Yeah. So what did you think besides- well, That was great. Yeah? Yeah. I thought the corn was really interesting. I thought the vegan cheese, I was expecting like chow shreds or something like that, but it was like diced stuff on there, right? Yeah. It was like- it was almost feta-like. squares. Yeah. Yeah. But then did it have a feta flavor? It had more no. of like a cojita kind of flavor. Yes. I don't normally like the field roast hot dog. Mm. And I liked this. Hmm. I thought it was tasty and I thought it was prepared well. I thought the dog was prepared really well also. I thought that for how many toppings were on it, it was kind of bland. Partly because the bun was just like really big and bready. It was definitely a case of the bread blanding things up. But like for all of the like chilies and the jalapeno mayo, like it didn't pack much heat to me. It was very mild. I was expecting something spicy based on what the menu said. Um, I definitely would go back there, but I think I would do different toppings. Like they have sauerkraut. That would have been really nice. A little zesty flavor. Like there wasn't much. I didn't. Good creamy textures. And I agree that the corn was really nice, but I felt like like the texture and flavor wasn't really there for me. I'm able to live in both spaces at once where I think that this was a unique hot dog to eat. I thought it was flavorful. I thought maybe maybe I don't need to be beat over the head with spice to acknowledge its existence and appreciate it. But also, I don't think I will ever order this again. I think <laughs> I will build it exactly the way that I want it now that I have tried this, but I'm impressed that they made it for me. I'm glad it's on the menu. But I think that the the move at this place is to build your own. They have uh, grilled onions I would that were not on there. I would simply encourage any listener who has a curiosity about this to give it a shot. I think I it, do not think yeah. that building one is the move inherently. I think that everybody should try this hot dog. I think maybe it was supposed to be like street corn inspired topping, but to, it just that kind of fell flat for me. But I thought like I, I thought the field roast dog was really good and I was very, very hungry. And so I was very glad to be eating. Hmm. I also got fries with buffalo sauce to dip them in. That was delightful. Hmm. The buffalo sauce was spicy. Yeah? Mm -hmm. A little kick? A little kick. Good. I should have poured it on the hot dog. Yeah, it, I, thought it was, I thought it was good. I'm glad we did this. It was my idea. Yeah, it was satisfying at the end of the day. I would definitely. It's a, it is a great option on the way out of the parks, too, when you've been walking all day and you're super hungry. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah. 
He gave more of a thoughtful rundown of the hot dog than he did Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. But I'm better at talking about food than I am talking about movies. <laughs> I would. I don't think that's true. I, it is true. I don't think that's true. I think other I, talking toe views is, have had thoughtful analyses. <laughs> have they? Yes. I've. I've been. I've listened. Okay. I listen to the show now. You do? Sometimes. I'm delighted because it takes me a lot. I start the show. Yeah. I've started the show many times. <laughs> what, yeah. What is what you what do you give it? This is not the one that we rate. We say whether we liked it or not. Thumbs up. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Hey, what about you? I liked it, of course. I think it was clear from my comments. This is Talking Toe News. All right. Hey, welcome to Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where uh, we take a slice. Well, we, I mean me. Take a slice out of the uh, the pie that is vegan news and uh, serve it up for discussion. I say the pie because we're recording this on March 14th. <gasps> pie day! Hey, hey, and that's the news. <laughs> no, that is not the news. Hey, this one, hey, hey, you heard about, you heard about the white lotus? I have, is this another toe views? Are we in the wrong segment? No, no. <laughs> No, we're not, Becky. You heard about this show? I'm aware of the White Lotus, yes. It was a real moment in the streaming world when it came out. Um, we were not on the weekly drip for that one. Mm -mm. We we waited until it was over to binge it all at once. Well, this one, hey, eagle-eyed uh, listeners might hear a little connection to the White Lotus when I go through this week's Talking Toe News article. Oh. So keep your ears peeled, all right? Uh, and if you can guess what it is, tweet at us. You might get a little talking tofu merch. First one, first one to guess it might get a little talking tofu merch in their their uh, lunchbox, <laughs> mailbox. I don't know. This one is from veganfoodandliving.com from today, March fourteenth, twenty twenty three. Whoa! This one's a freshie. Whew, I need to wear gloves to hold this one. Woo. Jennifer Coolidge crowned vegan queen for commitment to animal liberation. White Lotus star Jennifer Coolidge has been crowned a vegan queen thanks to her commitment to animal liberation. Jennifer Coolidge has been... All right, it's the same thing again. Uh, the White Lotus star received the accolade during Women's History Month 2023 from vegan charity PETA. The organization says Coolidge has been fighting for animal rights since 2003 when she featured on the cover of PETA's cruelty-free shopping guide. A huge heart for animals. Jennifer Coolidge's huge heart for animals is rivaled only by the size of her talent, said PETA Senior Vice President Lisa Lang. PETA is crowning her our vegan queen this year for using every opportunity she gets to encourage everyone to keep cruelty to animals out of their cuisine, closets, and cosmetics. Is Jennifer Coolidge vegan? In a recent interview with Elle Decor, the celeb was described as a, quote, devout vegan and animal rights advocate. According to PETA, Coolidge also turned down a commercial with a hot dog company, despite being well-known for her iconic line, I want a hot dog real bad. The charity claims the star would only agree to the shoot if the company created a plant-based sausage, adding, you cannot tell the difference. The science that has gone into them, they're just as tasty, which is a very, I can hear that in her voice. <laughs> the actor also once described herself as passionate about vegan and cruelty-free beauty and has two dogs she adopted, one from the meat trade. So, hey. Way to go. Way to go, JC. Just an icon. Yeah. I love Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, I think she's great. So I told, I mentioned earlier that I was sick when we were in Chicago. Yeah. I actually lost, we had tacked a day on to the trip so that Amy and Jen and I could like have girlfriend time in Chicago. And I lost the whole girlfriend day because yeah. I was sick. And, um, but they had like a brunch reservation and a dinner reservation. So they went out. I mean, what were they going to sit around and watch me be ill? No. So they went out and had a fun day. Mm -hmm. And when they came home, they had picked me up some birthday gifts from mm -hmm. around town, oh. including 
a birthday card, and guess whose picture is on the front of the birthday card? Who? It's Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my god! It's right behind the subject you. of the, the the story. Yes, my two two of my yeah. vegan friends got me a Jennifer Coolidge birthday card, and she's holding a little dog. It is the that cutest. Yes, it says, "Oh my god, it's your birthday." It's what so is that? good. Let me get is it. Is that a thing she says? Let me go get it. I think it's just hear it in her voice. Oh. Is that Jennifer Coolidge? Yes! Look at that! Is it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Isn't that so great? Look at her. She's on, and she's holding a cover of of an animal magazine. She's holding an animal magazine. That dog doesn't look like he wants to be there. It's, I mean, it's consent, guys. It's a drawing of a dog, everybody. (laughs) <laughs> can make the dog look however you want when you draw it. That's true. That's true. You could have made that dog look happy. Oh, hey. I do not think that this gives her any, like, authority, though. What do you mean? The, the vegan queen status. Oh, no. You mean, like, powers? Right. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Although... So I hope they made that clear. Yeah, yeah, good point. But, uh, hey, there's only, there's only one vegan queen in my life. <gasps> uh... You mean me? You, you mean me, mean me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. did, did not have a punchline. <laughs> I had one and then I threw it out after I said the joke part, the setup. <laughs> and now I'm not going to say it. This is Talking Togus. Wow, what a what a hey, thanks, thanks, David, for that hot story. Congrats. It sounds it sounds like a nice lady. <laughs> she does. We're gonna cut to some ads and, and we'll be back to talk about Beyond Popcorn Chicken right after this. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, we're back. And we're going to talk about Beyond Popcorn Chicken. This is something that Dave got for the family to try. Go yeah. on. There's a saga. Do you want to what? talk about it? What's the saga? Wasn't it that I gave it to all the to the child? Yeah, you did. I used it in his lunch. I forget what it is. It's not a saga. Yeah, I guess not. But you, you squandered the purchase that I made. Yeah. Which, I mean, if I made a meal out of that every time it happened... <laughs> It's true. Have my own podcast. I should have my own podcast. Dave, you should think about, have you heard of podcasts? So 
We got more though, everyone. We did it for you. And one night, we. late in the evening, we made them. So these are one of those products that includes air fryer directions on the back. Yeah, the other one being the other beyond. Oh, it was another beyond product. You're right. It's, so these are if I if I can if I can get in. Go ahead. Okay. I, each time I inhale, you add another <laughs> phrase. And then I run out of that what? breath. And, yeah. Just kidding. Exactly. What do you mean? Um sorry, I just want just kidding. Beyond steak tips and beyond popcorn chicken come in the same sort of packaging. It's like a little baggie as opposed to what the other Beyond stuff comes in, which is like a little tray or a box, right? Mm-hmm. There's a little baggie. The, the reason I bring it up is the baggy Beyonds, as far as I can see, are the only ones that have the air fryer instructions on them. Huh. So these are, I think of these as the brainchild of the same guy in the Beyond factory. Yes. And he's hardly anybody's listening to him, but he's like, guys, it's different if you make it uniquely in the air fryer. If you follow instructions, it sets it to another level. And everybody's like, shut up, just make burgers, put them in a burger box and say they're burgers. Make sausages, put them in a sausage box, say they're sausages, you know? Meanwhile, this guy's like trying to make food, capital F food. This guy's a hero. And he's like, and so he gets rejected from his higher ups. What's his name? Does he have a name? No. We're not going to name this guy? I'm not going to name this guy. Okay. Now, what what would this guy's name be? You know, I mean, I've, we've we've toured the factory. Hank is what popped into my head, and it's but it seems wrong. I know you're thinking of Hank, but really you're thinking of the, Hank's the guy who tells him no. Yeah. Which is a very Hank move to like push his way into your memory like that. You're right. And Hank's got it wrong. Yeah. You know, but uh, Ormond, he's got a, he's got a passion and most importantly, he's kind. He's kind to those around him. Yeah. So he gets to, he gets a hard no from Hank. And what Ormond does, Ormond goes around to his coworkers, one of whom is the guy who prints the cooking instructions on the actual product. Mm-hmm. And he says, listen, Louie. I know, I know you heard what Hank said, but I really like. Oh, Bandit's upset about it. Can can you put direction on the bag? And if I tell you what it is, can you just kind of sneak it on? And so it just made it on these two bags. I do want to say, a lot of men at Beyond, not not a lot of women, at at this company. Bandit's really upset Thank about you. it. He's out there saying, Thank "I'm you. a feminist." Yes. Literally every other person at this factory is a woman. Just these three guys? Just these three guys. And one of them's the bad guy. <laughs> one of them's the bad guy. One of them's a coward. Mm-hmm. And one of them's just sitting there doing whatever anybody tells them to do. Just a pushover. Yeah. Yeah. They're all flawed men. Well, what Orman said to put on the packaging was air fry at 400 for three minutes, which- That's like, that's like a blink. Yeah. Blew my little mind. Yeah. And it was, and I was like, I don't know, Ormond, but okay. So I stuck yeah. them in the air fryer at 400 for three minutes. Frozen, still frozen. What? Yes. So I added three more minutes. Okay. And I thought it was good, but I thought the breading was still a little soft and that it could have benefited, but it was late. I was very hungry. Very hungry. So hungry. Very hungry. So hungry. And so. I just we just ate them, but I think that eight minutes at four hundred would have been the sweet spot, still cooked through but tender inside. But I think that it would have um, gotten the breading a little crunchier. I'm gonna be a bit of a hank here, but yeah. it's in Norman's defense. Mm-hmm. Later, because I've been making salads for my lunch because I'm a healthy boy, mm-hmm. and I've been using the popcorn chicken as my salads, and that three minute instruction has made them perfect every time. Are you doing one serving? I don't know. I'm shaking the bag out. So we made the whole bag this time, and I wonder if the fuller basket is the problem. I think that Orman would say, for this amount, do this time. Like, Orman's thoughtful enough to put that direction in there. He's not going to miss the fact that you need to go more if you're doing more, you know? Yeah. Well, it wasn't on the bag. Anyway, Dave. Well, maybe Louie got it wrong. Louie. 
Maybe they need a woman in there to do things properly. Yeah, if Louise had been on it, yeah. we would have had the right cooking times. So, Dave, what did you think about these Beyond Chicken popcorn? Beyond. Hey, Dave. Hi. <laughs> what did you think of the Beyond Popcorn Chicken? I will tell you what I thought of them right now is that the, the one of the things that I really like Beyond Food. Yeah. I really like Beyond Food. I think their burgers are my preferred cookout burgers. Their sausages are the only vegan sausages that I like. Their sausage patties are fine. I'm a little <laughs> sick of them. But their chicken is something special. These chicken tenders are something special. I really like them. Yeah. And these nuggets are a level up from the chicken tenders. Yeah. They are the perfect dense but fluffy fried breading around them. And they're the perfect size. They're not too small for popcorn, but they're not too big like a nugget. It's just the right size. And in the salad, they just launch off into the stratosphere. They're the perfect in a salad. Yeah? Yeah. I need to try them in a salad. They make you feel bad. They make you feel bad in a good way, like you're being bad. I've got this fried food in my salad, but my salad's still healthy because it's not the main course, but they're in there. And when you get them, they're bad. Ooh. Dave, I agree with you. I thought the texture was incredible. Nice and dense chickeny texture with like just a really amazing flavor. I thought that the breading to chicken ratio, perfect. Not too bready. Not blanding things up. I think if I cooked it for that extra two minutes to crisp up the breading a little bit more, it would have been a 10 out of 10 experience. Huh. I really enjoyed this. I dipped mine in barbecue sauce. I think I wished that I had some ranch too so I could do some mm-hmm. some dip mixing it up moment. What you know, just happened? What did my brain just do? <laughs> I'd wish that I had ranch too because ranch is good. And uh, yeah, I loved this. I thought it was a great late night snack and I would love it on a salad. I can already tell. You know what I did in my salad Mm-mm. was I had, so the ranch was coming out kind of tough. So it wasn't like a sploosh of ranch, which is good. I don't want that. I'm not a huge dressing guy, but it kind of came out like a little plop, a little skeet of of ranch, (laughs) if if you if you will. Uh, So there was that the skeet all around the the salad, and then what I had was pepperoncinis, which I recently learned how to have a pepperoncini in a salad. It's not to eat it while you're eating the salad. You bite the tip off of it, and then you shake the inside all over the salad and make like a little secondary dressing. Mm. Like th- there's a whole like reservoir in there. Yeah, a whole world. And of, you just pour it of vinegar. Yeah. yeah, it's not vinegar. Well, it's like vinegary, it's spicy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, a little bit of ranch on that popcorn chicken, and a little bit of the reservoir, the spicy <laughs> pepper juice, on the popcorn chicken. Stratosphere. I love it. That sounds so good. I don't think you think so. I, I do. Do you do? I do. You should try it. I want to. All right. Well, I give popcorn chicken nine out of nine lives for Puss in Boots. It's the central part of the plot where he's down to his last life and he has an existential dread. And he fears death. I don't know if you picked up on that. <laughs> it went over my head. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. It's funny. Sorry. What were the... It's funny. It was sweet. Cute. It was colorful. <laughs> Did you say colorful? Cute. I said cute. It's cute. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite part was... Uh, or one of the parts I thought was very impactful was where he has a panic attack and literally cannot see. He's getting tunnel vision. And his heart is pounding so hard. That's all that he hears. His therapy dog friend is trying to talk to him and it's not working. And then the therapy dog just lays his, his face on his belly and is just there with him uh, while he experiences what he's experiencing. Very powerful, uh, especially for, you know, looking over and seeing our 10 year old child watching that and learning that it's okay to be that way. Anyway, it's it's colorful too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'd give it eight out of nine lives. Oh, okay. I so think you'd be Pleasant Boots at the start of the movie. I would be. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Okay. Depressed with a beard. Yeah. Uh, only because I feel like the, my breading experience wasn't mm. what it could be. But I think if I cooked it long enough, it could be a nine out of nine. Okay. I thought these were great. I yeah. think they're freezer staple. I think Orman's fucking killing it is the thing. Like these, these steak tips, I would have said, are the best thing that Beyond has made. And I still probably feel that way, but it's real close with this popcorn chicken. Orman's department, head and shoulders above the rest of the company, and the rest of the company's doing great. Yeah. I wish agree. they were in the fast food market a little bit better, though. Yeah. I feel like vegan fast food or fake meat, these companies, fake meats and fast food, with the exception of the Impossible Whopper, I feel like they're falling off. What about KFC still has the no. Beyond? No. No. That's a bummer. And they never really did. Yeah, I guess so. Even though people were so excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Hey. You want to eat these cookies? Crumb dilly do. Crumb dilly do. So I was. Why did you hide these from me? I was so excited. Why were you so excited? Do you. Hid these for me for a week and would not tell me what they were. Mm -mm. And then when I found out what they were, I was like, why? Because they look like fudge stripe cookies. They okay. look like vegan fudge stripe cookies that are accessible. And these were cheap. Yeah, they these, look cheap. Don't they? They yeah. were cheap. Yeah. So I was at, at the grocery store at the Kroger with our kid shopping for birthday cake decorations. And what we do every year for his birthday is... We pick out some box cake mixes and we pick out some frostings. A lot of them are all accidentally vegan, so it's easy to find good options that he's excited about. And we bake a box cake. We frost it with pre-made frosting. And then I let him go buck wild with toppings. Yeah. He picks out candy and cookies and cereal and all kinds of fruit or whatever he wants. And we put it all on top of this like maximalist child decorated birthday cake. And it's amazing. Um, so while we were looking around for stuff, I saw these cookies and I said, oh, my God, I wonder if they're vegan because they were cheap. And I was like, sometimes cheap stuff is accidentally vegan. And now I have to double check nah. because what if it's not? But I'm checking again and it is the the logo treatment. This is a looks. Yeah, go on. It looks like the credit sequence for like a 60s movie, like the parent trap or something like that, where it's a crudely animated two to three minute long sequence of the drawn versions of the characters from the movie in scenes that you are about to see. Yeah. Like in a car together or like at the bowling alley, you know? Yeah. Often hijinks. Yeah. Looks uh, Phantom Tollbooth-esque at the same time. Yeah. And the font is just really outdated. It's, yeah. It's so it's apparently this when, is a Kroger store brand situation it's distributed by Kroger. So if you have a Kroger store, you can find these. You would think that they would lean into a Wonka direction with the visual presentation with a name like Crumb Dillicious. Yeah. But no, they stay far away. They go over into Roll Doll territory. <laughs> Wait, which I guess is Wonka. <laughs> But they go into Roald Dahl Wonka, <laughs> the 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 released one, the re-released one. No, not the re-released one, not the problematic one. Should we eat some cookies? All right, let's eat some cookies. I'm gonna open these up. I was so excited because I know you were excited last time we found um, a vegan fudge stripe, but those were like kind of pricey, and we had to order them delivery. I don't know if they. We're pricey or not. I don't really look at price tags. Okay. Well, these were cheap. Okay. They look cheap. The packaging does, but the cookie looks like a fudge stripe to me. These are great. Mm-hmm. They're a really good cookie. I think I could use a little more chocolate on the bottom. I think it's perfect. I wish I it had a hole in the middle. That's the only note. Maybe Keebler has copyrighted that hole in the middle. I got a hole Keebler can copyright. A plus. A plus snack. Get it. 
How much was it? Let me find out. They were cheap. They were even on the shelf where, where they keep the cheap cookies. Yeah, bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. With the, the King Crunch or whatever the Captain Crunch knockoff with the King is. Ah, where are my receipts? Hang on. Past purchases. March 10th or March 11th? I think March 10th was the day that we got these cookies. Oh, yeah. I can also tell you what was on the cake. One of the cakes was a chocolate cake. Buttercream frosting. The other was a strawberry cake with chocolate frosting. Both cakes were topped with the same items. Wildberry Skittles. They were also topped with... Oh, these were $1.99. This pack of cookies. Wildberry Skittles. Cherry Pop-Tarts that we... One of them had them crumbled on top and one of them we had broken it into pieces. Also chocolate chips. Also rainbow sprinkles. Also he drew all over it with uh, classic colors writing icing, with writing icing, which is actually for writing on cookies, but um, we wrote on the cake with it. Anyway, these cookies were $2 when I bought them at Kroger, and they're great. They're yeah. great cookies. Good good grab. Good job. Thank you. I was so excited, and then just now I felt like, oh, I guess maybe it's not as exciting, but now I'm proud again. I'm proud of you. I... I just why did it have to be a secret that needed to be revealed? Because I was so excited about the cookie, oh. and I was like, I wanted to be like, ta-da, vegan, vegan fudge stripes. Oh, well, I'm sorry I took that away from you. Anyway, I love when the cheap option is accidentally vegan. Yeah, I feel like it happens a lot, like barbecue sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Not so often with desserts. Yeah, we got a letter. Wait, yes, we have a letter. Carolina writes. Hi, Becky and Dave. Even though Dave wasn't sold on my Eurovision idea, I think you should watch it just for funsies. Most of the music is so spectacularly bad and weird, there is nothing like it. And hearing people sing in all sorts of languages is such fun. Also, sorry for missing the brief about the last episode. (laughs) The what? It was another one where you were supposed to say, like, yes, broccoli. Oh, gotcha. And she answered in complete sentences. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and we dragged her for it. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you got to follow directions. Yeah, uh, we could probably be nicer to our listeners. I was listening while on my bike, and I guess I didn't pay attention to the instructions. Oh, now I feel bad. We'll hang my head in no, shame. Oh, you're for fine. A, for a full week until the next episode comes out. Joke's on you, Carolina. It was two <laughs> weeks. Yeah. And you know why? Because <laughs> some people can't follow directions. <laughs> yep. I wasn't really sick, everybody. The secret's out. I was sick of people not following directions. (laughs) Hey, do you want to write us a letter? I don't know why you would. Write us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Becky reads and responds to everyone. How does she have that sort of time? One might wonder. I got, I'll keep going. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. I have open throat asked somebody to review the podcast in front of me. They have complimented me about the podcast. And I have said, can you pull your app out right now and leave a five-star review? And they still have not done it. And it was such an awkward situation that I was like, well, I'm not going to, that's as pushy as I can get. Yeah. I'm not going to continue to push. Yeah. The next step would be to snatch their phone and write the review yourself, which I don't see why you didn't do that. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. Those are places where you can send us direct messages too, and I will respond to them. I'm also Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Lion Leader was taken on TikTok. I'm also Lion Leader on Fortnite. Yeah, I'm still on Twitter. Yeah? Yeah. 
I'm not super on Twitter anymore, y'all. I stopped for a little bit because I got really busy and my happiness level increased. (laughs) So I kind of have have been checking Twitter like every couple weeks and and catching up on. So if if you sent me something on Twitter, I'll get to you, but it might be a little while. I'm sorry. Um, I'm on Twitter a lot and I'm also really fucking depressed. (laughs) And I don't, I I do not think that the two are related. <laughs> Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is... AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.